Right, guys, thank you for joining in this podcast. Um, I'm not going to ask you to like and subscribe. I think I say that three or four times, or I'm about to say that three or four times uh, in the upcoming episode. Today, we're going to be talking a lot about um, how I'm connected to OBS just briefly um, and also just go into some SEO stuff that I feel like I have to cover because there are a few questions about it from the community of um, social enterprises. And if you are a social enterprise, then please do consider liking and subscribing to this content. Uh, I talk for quite some time in this podcast, probably one of the slightly bigger ones hitting around 23 mark, 23 minutes. Thank you for listening and let's jump straight in. Hi there, folks. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. Uh, I just want to say thank you for um, joining us. Like This is literally the third time that I have actually done this. And it's the first time I've used this other tool um, called Social Blade, um, where I can actually see the green button that says I'm live. Um, so I'm just going to have a quick look at, and do you know what? It does say I'm live now on Instagram. Uh, I'm just doing this through my laptop computer thingy. So thank you for joining us. Um, please do consider liking, subscribing, and following us. Uh, and please do, if you're on Instagram, uh, comment. And if you're on podcast, please do share this and like and comment uh, and follow us because this is the second uh, time that I've successfully done this. The first time I've done this is quite funny because um, I actually did a live stream and I had to have my laptop camera and then my phone camera and then I had some other tools then I've got my microphone and if I'm right my microphone was picking up something else I was also doing a podcast on top uh, but today I've I realized looking back on that session that I did promise there to be a YouTube um, but there wasn't so I'm really sorry about that uh, but the YouTube thing that I did aim on streaming as well as uh, alongside just didn't work and it failed Right, so this is weird because I've already um, started this and stopped a couple of times. So a quick catch up on where I'm at today. I am probably an hour or two later than what I wanted to. And my hope was to try to do um, one of these live streams a week, Thursday, roughly being the time at 11, 12 o'clock. Um, I hear this, the thump thump of a child walking upstairs because my child's school class year bubble thing has uh, broken. So COVID is definitely out there still, um, even though we're edging towards the end of this um, mass vaccination kind of process. So today we're going to be talking about SEO. Enough of me. There you go. That's done. Today, today we're going to be talking about SEO um, because I did a workshop recently. And whenever I do these workshops, I try and give out little bits of content and stuff and review some of the stuff that I did. Uh, and I think I'm just going to talk about a couple of the slides. Um, and there's a couple of questions that came at the end. And I thought, actually, it's a really, really um, great place to be when you know you've got other people that um, are interested in a, a topic like this. So I'm hoping you are. If you're on uh, listening to this podcast, I'm hoping that um, you're driving safely if you're driving and that you are you're listening attentively and you do want to listen to this if you're on Instagram. So uh, I'm kind of easygoing about most of this stuff. If you know my style, um, you'll know that I'm quite straightforward and easygoing with, with it. Um, there was something else that I feel like I need to cover. Oh, so the, the changes that I've made for today's 
live stream. I just wanted to tell you about this. And if you're interested in me doing a separate podcast, I can do that or a, a live stream. Either way, um, I use in my Zoom calls, my workshops, and when I do stuff like this, I try my best to use um, OBS because it's a brilliant software. It's, OBS stands for Open Broadcasting Software. Um, and if you use it, then great. If you don't, then you'll be like me the first time I saw it and be like, ah, uh, what's going on? Um, so it's just, it takes a little bit of time to do. Um, you have to remember that part of my role wasn't just to do live streaming for certain arts and cultural events, but I also did the live streaming of the cabinet meetings at uh, local authority level. So, um, yeah, I, I had my fair share of wobbly nerves to get through this stuff. Um, now, when it came through and I did all this other stuff, uh, I kind of thought I'm going to keep using OBS. So I did, um, and I trying to sort of figure out how to do live streaming with lots of different uh, streams here as well. Uh, the thing that I'm using for Instagram is a separate plugin, which is called Yellow Duck. I'm just going to check. It is called Yellow Duck, um, but don't go searching for that because I don't know what will come up, but you probably need to type in something like Yellow Duck instagram live something like that it's not not obviously going to come up when you type in yellow duck because that's just the way things are and it's a unique um thing to search for so i am currently looking at my slides and i'm going to pick out one particular slide in relation to seo so um i don't want to give away the game by talking about all of it and everything. Um, but what I am going to do is not share that screen. I've got a split screen here um, that kind of gives you um, a clue as to I'm using a Mac. Um, so on this slide that I've got, basically what I try and talk to people about, the biggest thing that I feel like people miss in their mindset, and one thing that I need to get across is that the web is now less unless about the demographic of you searching for certain types of people, there is still a baseline where you would do that. So you still need to have a look at uh, someone's age or sex or whatever it might be as a starting point. But the hope is that you paint up the picture enough to then start guessing what the audience needs. And by guessing, I mean, you pretty much need to try and hit the nail on the head because it's not about anything other than what your audience needs are and you must try and meet them. Um, so in that, when they go to your website, what's really, really important here is, is that we do understand that they need to get through your website. They need to be able to feel like they can look at that content and they can navigate through it. Um, and they can see quite clearly what, what the sections are. And what that will do is will increase, uh, will decrease the bounce rate and it'll mean that more people are spending uh, longer on it. And then if those people go away and then they come back, you're getting these unique IDs of just individuals keep coming back. Uh, and that's great. That's kind of where you want to be because what that tells you is like something is right about your content, but it also looks like your user interface and your user experience is just there. And that's really good because that's what needs to happen is you need to have really good user interface and user experience. Now, why am I doing this uh, and talk to you about this? Well, in terms of SEO, there's a number of stuff that I could talk to you about. Um, there is quite a fair bit, but when it comes back to um, this particular slide that I've got, and this is a new slide. So when I say new, we're talking about 
uh, today, today being the 24th of June 2021, um, we're looking at the fact that in the last two months, there have been some big uh, changes in the SEO um, algorithm. And the biggest one right now is that there have been a number of other things that have been developed within these two or three other areas. But there's a whole new section called user experience. So when we're looking at user interface and user experience, that leads us on to ticking the box of this um, developing the audience so that they stay on your website. And that means that they are gaining better experience on your website because you are offering something really good. And the more you can do that in on your socials, um, the better because your conversion rates for then link dropping into those socials moving onto your website will also be greater and greater. Um, and what I tend to see on socials is that the longer you stay on, the, the more regular and longer periods of time that you stay on both of those, the, the regularity and the length of time of for a year, every week, once a week for an entire year, you were on this platform and then to link the, the your stuff into that and keep pointing people that does i see that as a very modern trend that people don't talk about enough but just on a basic level just it doesn't matter what social you do just having links in your description is standard so that will hopefully drive the, the core audience that need that info to your site and hopefully spend a lot of time on your site and then what that would mean is that they would be improving in their user experience now um, as I've sort of mentioned, um, this is a workshop I del delivered a few times, but this is actually something that I've updated because of these changes. And I thought it would be really great to just mention um, the wonderful aviation con uh, company, not country, <laughs> company that is British Airways. Because since the, the late 1990s, and I feel like the dial-up connection of that weird sound, I feel like that's gone. Um, and that's kind of it was evolving, but you did get a little bit sort of faster. Maybe you did, I don't know, maybe it was still dialogue. But either way, the, the websites were really poor. And if we look at the, in, in this case, 2018, British Airways in the year 2018, and especially now, 2020, 2021, we've got websites that look like lifestyle and all that kind of stuff's just there. Um, but back then the user experience was like mixed up between sans and sans serif font different kind of designs, logos being placed in weird places, images that tried to say something but didn't, images without alt description tags, um, so they weren't really search friendly. You have to know the website address. The worst thing I have to say is all text that was links was highlighted blue and had a, a, an underline, and it was just hideous. Whereas right now we've got um, a new British Airways site that is really easy and it gets to the point. Do I want to book a flight? Well, that's what's first because most people do. So there's real thought into um, how they've developed that site now, but more importantly, it's just come such a long way. And that user interface and user design, just looking at that has come along. And if you weren't crying then at the old websites, you'll be crying when you see the, the, the year 2000 and eBay. I mean, that again was a site for sore eyes because I'd still put that in that late 1990s kind of phase. Um, so in terms of doing that, that's great. But when we look at them now, well, images and sliders and just 30% off and all that typical kind of um, stuff 
in language terms is really great but so many in the old-fashioned ebay 2000 kind of website there was so many tiny little links here and there and there was like there was a column there's a navigation bar then there's a column here then there's another column here and then there's a right hand column out there and the way that in terms of css the way that floats um to the right was also an interesting nightmare because that was an older style of coding so user interface and design since the year 2000 or the late 1990s to now has come a long, long way. And clearly what Google is saying is, and the algorithm needs a boost and an update, and we need to enrich and enhance this, but it's not an SEO world where people can just come and take what they want and, oh, you can meet the deadline, you can meet all this stuff. They really want authentic, real, real, honest businesses to rank better. And I think what has happened was bigger budgets, big corporations and companies have come along and gone, we'll just employ 20, 30, 40, 50 people and they can do this social stuff and they can do digital marketing. And then all of the, the regular people on the high street and all the local shops are suffering. But now if the local shops are doing something really good, Google has gradually over time done things like Google Maps and making search more localized um e, where are we now so a few months ago uh was it april may maybe may i seem to think that in may they did it might have been april but yeah april early may they did this update which basically wiped out a whole bunch of big companies because um there was this authenticity and that they, they a lot of smaller companies were seeing benefits um, in the SEO because the algorithm would change to benefit them to make things more authentic, really. Um, so if there was um, many, many bloggers just doing work for one company, they, they were penalized in a way for it um, because they could see there was more effort in that one case when actually they didn't need that much traction. Um, just a quick, quick tip for you guys, if you're watching and you're thinking about SEO, if you have uh, a WordPress website, you, if you've got any website, then you might want to consider doing a schema. Um, but doing a, having a WordPress website, having the plugin Yoast is great. And within that, you'll be able to pop in a schema. Um, and I've got an example of a schema in one of my slides too, actually, funnily enough. Um, but it's for a company. Um, I'm just going to see if I can see it. Well, yeah, so I'm staring at it now, but essentially um, in the schema, what we can see is, is that typical kind of Google search where you've got the name, the link, and you've got the first paragraph or whatever is the meta description. But underneath that, instead of there being several links and several um, times appearing in the search, we just see them clumped together in one. So by being clumped together in one, what's really interesting is um, people can see a lot faster what content they want and Google can offer that but also kind of go oh then maybe they want this particular topic more and they'll then further maybe rank them even more better just for that really so there is worth uh, in sort of discussing that again I've gone into that topic quite quickly but if you do want to uh, me to go over some of that stuff Instagram podcast either way like share subscribe you know what to do uh, give me a shout and let me know the best place to catch me is definitely on uh, Twitter at tea and toast um, and to share my stuff because that's like the number one place I am for most things so um, one of the things that I have developed uh, in some of my workshops that I feel like was really really important was the use of real life things so 
one of the things that I talk about is um, this book that I found, and it's a really old book, um, but it's basically, well, the book's irrelevant. It doesn't really matter about the book. But if we skip over to the, the, this other picture, um, what I kind of discuss is, oh, if we look at a, a book, every book and page, when we look at the chapters, um, typically, then if they're not stories, by the way, then they tend to be trying to address something. And in this book, um, I just randomly flip it open to a page and I can see there is a there's a subheading and at the top there's what looks like a breadcrumb. So a breadcrumb is when you go five or six layers into a website and the breadcrumb kind of lays out where you are roughly on that site. And books do that. And yet Google SEO is ranking this stuff and it's ranking um, what your first paragraph text looks like. And if you've got a header one or a header two tag. And these are things that it's looking at see how well you're mark, marking things up um, so that the coding is going, yeah, this is laid out in the right way. But the thing that I really need to stress and get across is we're talking about SEO. We're talking about something technical, but it doesn't need to be. Like, go and look at your books. It's there. Like, this is old school stuff that Google is really trying its best to make authentic and real and very human. And they're taking very human things um, and when you look at books, you'll see that some of these things are used. In, in fact, one of the other things that are used is um, subheadings and then listing and bullet point kind of formats, because this gives this idea of a recipe and it just means things are broken down. Now, in this example I give it in this image, it's really great because I give, like, there's a point that goes uh, five bullet points, one, two, three, four, five. They're not bullet pointed, but they're given numbers. But whatever number one is, looks like there's a, a version of that underneath. By saying number one, people already have a reference point. So in terms of search, just being yourself and not stressing about SEO is great. And just writing about stuff that you're passionate about. Focus on you first. And that's what Google wants you to do because um, it thinks that's that's what will rank is you guys. And if, if that message didn't hit home enough, then um, what you want to do is just go and find a cookbook because every single cookbook has a recipe that has a title on it. Um, and it also has... Uh, not just the title and the recipe, but it also has the things that you need and the ingredients. Some recipes are not even chunks of text. They're broken down into, oh, you need to do this first and then do that afterwards. If you're doing cake, do all your wet ingredients and then mix this and this and this, which is all your dry ingredients. And it'll section things out. There's nothing different when it comes to writing content for your SEO. Uh, you need to do exactly the same kind of stuff. Um, I don't know if... Uh, this is helpful at all, but I do, I'm willing to kind of share as much knowledge and content as possible. Um, and someone asked me um, a while back and recently about some guides. Um, and I can't really give you links or anything, but um, if you go back and look at this video, or if you go back and listen to this uh, podcast, then you'll see that um, I'm, what I'm about to tell you, which is if you're interested in search engine uh, history kind of related stuff then just generally going to search engine journal.com is really great um, if you do a forward slash google dash algorithm dash history that will give you a history of the google algorithms that's kind of what i used as an information source for one of my workshops um, other than that if you're getting started with google or you're looking for an seo guide then google has its um all of the changes it makes to Search Engine Console and all this other stuff is online and it's in one place called the developers.google.com. Um, 
I've got two links, uh, search forward slash search forward slash docs forward slash beginner forward slash get started, which is a mouthful. The best thing you can do is just get on there and just have a look and just search for something called get started, get started and something else called SEO starter guide. Mm. So I think before I love you and leave you, I think um, there was one geeky looking diagram that I feel like I need to stress to you that was really quite interesting. Actually, there might be a couple of things. Um, the show does go on. Um, so what's really interesting is this diagram. Um, I'm just looking at my clock and I do need to wind things up. Um, so this particular episode is going to be more than 20 minutes, which is a little bit unusual, but we've hit 21 before. Um, so I'm just going to go over this real quick. And if you want me to talk about it next time in a podcast then or, or an Instagram live, I can do. Please do. Again, feel free to comment. Hit me up. Let me know that you're interested in this stuff and it's been of value. If it's not, then I'm not going to do it again. Um, but if it is, then please do like. It means the world to me that um, you're curating this stuff and you're sort of feeding back to me this is already info that's come from other social enterprises from across the uk so um just going to mention this quickly and then we can sort of leave on this last note if you're thinking about what to write about in your blog content then there's a number of tools that you could use like keywords anywhere um, and i can definitely go through more of those tools but for now when you're writing your list do consider writing much longer sentences as your title. The reason for this is um, if we look at the, the term yoga mat, yoga mat is a short tail because something that's a longer tail is best non-slip yoga mat. What's really interesting is that actually um, the longer tail keywords, the, more than one word, uh, well, more than three words, sorry, it, it, they actually might seem difficult to rank. But once they start to do, what we'll see is the conversion rates are a lot higher. So um, the diagram that I often show people is that um, the arc is like it's coming crashing down, uh, a bit like the, the, the Wall Street market when it comes down in, in this kind of bend shape. So we'll see the short tail, basically, it's really high up because lots and lots of people are wanting to compete for it. And then it gradually comes down and down because in this example of using yoga or yoga mats, if you had best non-slip yoga mat, less people are looking for that. But the people also that are looking for that, when they type that in, are more likely to enjoy that experience, enjoy um, looking at that content because that's what they want. And if they don't want it, then in my opinion, people have got savvy because every day, 2 million searches done on Google alone, um, according to Mr. Pikai, have never, ever been searched for before, ever, ever ever so that's a lot to think about um so that's kind of it in a nutshell um so guys i really need to finish off and just remind you again to please do like and subscribe if you have enjoyed this content thank you for listening and watching until next time take care